This is Philip Lolly, former Auburn Tigers football assistant coach for the 2010 National Championship team, and you are listening to Sports Call. Sports Call, Tiger 95.9, the Tiger.fm, and the Tiger Communications app. Ryan LaVoy, T.P. Hammock, and Brooks Childers with you here on this Thursday afternoon as we get set to go to the Orthopedic Clinic phone line where we welcome on our good friend Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. Ferg, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. How are things in your world? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. My phone decided to freak out for a little bit. Yeah, I'm doing well. How are y'all? Doing very well. And, of course, I know that you were at the Senior Bowl in Mobile the last couple of days. First, how was that experience, and what did you take away from some of those Auburn guys down there? Yeah, I thought this was a, a pretty good, uh, you know, a couple of days that I got to see from Auburn's, uh, you know, guys down there, defensive guys, uh, mostly secondary dudes, DJ James, um, Jalen Simpson, Nehemiah Pritchett, and of course Marcus Harris was on on the defensive front um, there. And I thought I thought those guys, you know, put together some pretty good practices from what I could tell. Um, you know, I thought DJ James was really impressive on day one. You know, watching him, and I wrote about him at the Observer. Did a really good job playing physically. You know, he's he weighed in pretty light, and he and he was a light guy at Auburn. Uh, you know, and so that it's kind of scared off some teams probably, or you know, some NFL draft analysts have kind of had him a little lower um, because of that. Uh, but he plays bigger than he is, and um, you know, it was a really good cover corner. But playing with aggressiveness, physicality, uh, making plays. I mean, he blew up a screen. He knocked Johnny Wilson to the ground on a on a one on one. Um, you know, had some really impressive plays just showing his, his physicality. And I think that really stood out to me, and it was a really good uh, time for him. Saw Jalen Simpson make quite a few plays uh, at practice as well, and he seems to be another guy that uh, is kind of moving around, play some corner, play some safety, play some nickel. He's just trying to kind of showcase that versatility. Pritchett had, 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 had a good time as well. And then I saw Marcus Harris really uh, getting after it in some of the team drills uh, as well. So, you know, I, I think all in all, a good week so far for those guys in the senior bowl um you know they're not the household names down there um but i do think they're all guys that you know deserve to be drafted and have really good opportunities to um you know help a team and and i think for you know for all those guys i think if they get land in the right situation uh they could have what it takes to contribute to an nfl team for quite some time because i think all of them you know bring a lot to the table Let's talk a little basketball with you, Ferg, before we get to one or two more football items. Of course, last night, uh, Auburn was able to defeat Vanderbilt pretty easily inside of Neville Arena, coming on the heels of a couple of disappointing road performances. We'll just assess Auburn's night last night and kind of where they are as they head into a much tougher part of the schedule. Yeah, a really good night for Auburn uh, overall. I think defensively, they they really they did what they were supposed to. I mean, this is a this is a Vanderbilt team that's one of the worst offenses in the country. They've struggled for much of the season, uh, and Auburn did a really good job of just not letting them do anything. This was Vanderbilt's worst uh, effective field goal percentage, the worst offensive rating of the year, um, and Auburn's defense continues to really, really stand out. This is the number three defense in the country by automatics. Um, they're dominant, and I thought Janai Broom played exceptionally well. I think, once again, the key for Auburn is just they, they take other teams' top scorers and say, hey, you're just not going to get very much 
uh, tonight. We, we've seen them do this over and over and over again here in SEC play. And then you know, Tyron, Man- uh, Tyron Lawrence and Ezra Mannion, uh, you look at those two guys, uh, they shot like a combined 23% from the field in the two games against Auburn this year. That, and that's so key. And I thought Auburn's defense was excellent. That's going to be what carries them moving forward. Uh, I think offense is going to come and go, especially with some of the road games that they have. Uh, but you have a game where you, you shut down another team's top players and really take the life out of them. Um, really big because you got Ole Miss coming up on Saturday. You did an awesome job against them in the first matchup with their top scores, but Ole Miss just put, you know, 84 points on the board against, against Mississippi State earlier this week. So they, they're going to feel pretty confident, uh, in their own offense. And then I thought for Auburn's own offense, got off to a better start. Obviously, Drew Jones playing really, really well in this game, shooting the ball well early. Auburn got did some ruts there in the first half where their offense just wasn't clicking and they had some issues. Second half, though, they played really, really well. Um, and, you know, that second half looked a lot more like the Auburn offense we've seen, you know, for most of the season. Um, I think wearing down Vanderbilt had something to do with it, but Ty Broom continues to be one of the best big men in the country. Uh, Jalen Williams got back in his group. I thought Chad baker Mazzara had a great game. I thought uh, Trey Donaldson, outside of the turnovers, did a, did a really good job, you know, starting, I think, you know, they're going to buy time for Aiden Holloway to, to kind of figure some things out, um, you know, with his shot by bringing him off the bench. And I think that's a good thing. But, you know, this was a game I thought where Auburn took care of business, did what they needed to do uh, in a week and on a night, really, where there were a lot of scares across college basketball. Obviously, Vanderbilt's not, you know, Georgia or even Northwestern or anything like that. But uh, Auburn needed to take care of business, and, and they handled it, and they handled it really, really well. Justin, you mentioned uh, this guy's performance a moment ago, but I, w- I want you to go more in-depth on what got into Denver Jones last night because he's a guy that came in in the offseason. I think a lot of folks had some high hopes for him. Uh, he, he's been very productive, but just not uh, productive in the, the points category. And then last night, all of a sudden, 4-3 uh, fall for for, uh, uh, for Denver, and he ends up with 19 points, second on the team in scoring last night. Yeah, it kind of looked like Auburn called some more set plays for him um, and, you know, got him more open looks, and he, and he just took took advantage of it. I thought there's been some times this season where Denver's had some open looks, and he's kind of passed it up a little bit more and hasn't been as aggressive with his shot, but I think he has, you know, at times this year looked really, really good with that jumper. Um, he definitely looked more aggressive with the shot. Uh, you know, last night got off to a great start, played really, really well, and he, he's one of those, yeah, you know, he showed he's a truth-level scorer. Um, scored on the inside, had a great mid-range jumper in this game, several three-pointers. He's that guy that I think, you know, people may forget. If he's one of the only, only a handful of players last season who averaged 20 points a game uh, in Division One, So he's, he's capable of going off. Um, it's just he hasn't had to carry as much of a scoring load. I think he's been so good and so focused on being a better defender, and he, he's been an excellent defender, I think, this season for Auburn. That it's kind of taken some of the some of the shine off of his offense, some of the effort, maybe not effort, but just emphasis, I should say, on on, on the offensive side of the ball for him. But I think he's just kind of unlocked it last night in a good matchup for him and and let it fly. And I think Bruce Pearl said it best after the game. This is a it's a guy that just makes Auburn a better team when he shoots like that and when he plays like that. So um, you know, if Auburn's able to make a push towards the SEC championship here down the stretch and win some of these tough games they've got coming up. I think I think having Denver Jones on the lock like this is going to be a key part of it. So, Ferg, after last week's disappointing contest on the road, Auburn finds themselves back on the road in a rejuvenated program in Ole Miss. Talk about what uh, 
what you'd like to see Auburn do differently from their last two road games against Mississippi State and Alabama. Talk about what you would like to see from the Tigers to get the victory against the Rebels on Saturday. I, I think I think it's just defensive rebounding travel. Um, you know, I thought Auburn defended really well against Mississippi State. Um, they just didn't rebound very well. Um, they defended excellently and rebounded excellently in their first matchup against Ole Miss. They got to do that again on the road. Ole Miss is going to be more comfortable playing at home. They've obviously won three straight. Uh, they're coming off a big offensive performance. It's going to be a great crowd. They're going to be energetic. They're going to they're going to want to kind of get kind of a big signature win here, um, you know, at home. And they they feel like they should they they have a real chance to do it, and they should uh, just because of who they've beaten here recently, and they're and they're trying to kind of keep that ball rolling and potentially make the NCAA term. This would be huge for them. So for Auburn, I think just keep playing the defense you've been playing. Um, you know, rebound more like you did. Earlier in the year, and obviously last night against um, against Vanderbilt, they had a really big rebounding advantage. I think Auburn's 11 and one this year when they when they out rebound their opponent. So I mean, I think that's that's a really big key. And then, you know, I, I think the other thing for them is just it's the shooting away from home. Um, you look at the numbers; it's just the three point shooting. Really, I know they weren't great from two against Mississippi State, but they were great from two against Alabama, and they have you know App State, Arkansas, Vanderbilt. The three-point shooting just hasn't been great anywhere in these true road games, and it's really weird because Auburn is one of the better three-point shooting teams in the country in neutral site games, which is obviously where you play tournament games. But you got to win some of these road games. You're going to have to do that by, by hitting some shots away from home. So I think for Auburn, it's just the key in this one is don't don't let the don't let the three-point battle get out of hand. Um, that's what happened to them against Arkansas. You know, they they lost the three-point battle by like 18 you know total points and ended up losing that game close. Can't let Ole Miss get hot. Ole Miss hit some threes uh, the other night against Mississippi State. Really kind of turned that defense inside out and and got to play that way. Took care of the ball well. Um, so I think for Auburn, I just think you got to look at it and say, hey, defense is going to be what carries you. Rebound is going to win you games on the road. But in three-point area, just you know, be a little bit more confident. Hit some of those shots. Maybe get some more looks for guys like Denver Jones. Uh, maybe Jalen Williams a little bit more maybe less with Aiden Holloway and Katie Johnson just because they've been struggling from deep uh, away from home. Kind of, you know, draw some more plays out there and see if Auburn can't get it, get going a little bit early and get in a rhythm and a flow. And just like we saw last night at home, um, you know, once those shots are falling, just everything kind of opens up for this offense. So, uh, yeah, the key defensive rebounding travel, as Bruce Pearl always says, but also in the three-point battle. I'm not saying Auburn needs to go in there and just light it up against Ole Miss in order to win, but they need to be able to hang tough because Ole Miss is going to feel like they have a lot of confidence with their three-point shot in this game. And then, Justin, uh, earlier this week, the the Wooden Award announced their late-season top 20 watch list, and Janai Broom's name was on it. What have you seen this year as a whole from Janai Broom to, to have his name be mentioned as one of the 20 best players in college basketball right now? I mean, if you look at it statistically, he's one of the five best players in college basketball. I think when you look at you know the, the, the overall body of work this season, um, I saw a stat – uh, earlier today that in the month of January, he was rated as the third best player in the country. Ken Palm has him as the number four player in the country right now, national player of the year rankings. And, and people may look at that and be like, wow, that's crazy. Um, but you've got to say like, consistency is the thing with Janai Broom, right? And he plays a style of game where he's not the guy who's going to go 30 points. He's not going to get 20 rebounds in a game. He's not going to be the guy that he's not Zach Eady, right? And I think Everyone who's not Zach Eady uh, as as a big man kind of gets overlooked because they're not like no one's can be you know no one's going to be able to compete with that especially if you're looking like an All American and stuff like that I and mean, he's running away with the award and he's going to uh, that's just what's going to happen 
And then, of course, you get like Dalton Connect and Mark Sears and some of these really good guards that we're seeing across college basketball this season. It's kind of made it people overlook what Janai Broom is bringing to the table because if you look at Janai Broom's numbers, really, you know, over the last couple of months, he is like double-digit points every night, which is not always easy to say for a big man. He's seven or eight rebounds, and he's had, you know, quite a few double-doubles here recently. He's getting you about three or four blocks a game as well. And when you add that all up and you do it efficiently, his three-point shot's going down. He's become a much better throw shooter. He doesn't really have a hole in his game, and he's super consistent with it, which is not always easy to do when you're a big man in college basketball or a college basketball player, period. Um, you know, I tweeted earlier today, he's rolling out of bed and getting and automatically getting 14 and 8 with a few blocks. Like that, that's, if that's what you're getting pretty much every night from a guy, that's huge because that, there's, there's just not very many people who are doing that in college basketball. So I know Janai is not one of those guys who is going to, you know, get all the headlines or, you know, be on Sports Center for his crazy performances, but there's a sense of like, like when your floor is as high as Janai Broom is and when you're good is as good as you're going to get anywhere in the SEC. That gets a lot of attention. So, look, he's not going to win the Wooden Award probably because Zach Eady is going to run away with it. And he's probably not going to be an All-American because Zach Eady exists. And, you know, it's hard for other centers to compete with that. But um, I do think outside of Zach Eady, you can make the argument that Jani Bruins is one of the best big men in college basketball. And that, uh, and that says a lot about him and the way he's improved here this season. We'll close with this, Justin, on the football side of things. Of course, Auburn hiring D.J. Durkin to be their defensive coordinator this week. Your thoughts on that move? And now that this staff seems to be completed, of course, I know other guys can interview for NFL jobs and that sort of thing. Uh, You've got Derek Nix, Ken Austin, D.J. Durkin, Charles Kelly, and uh, the kind of the renewal of Wesley McGriff. And your thoughts on maybe the best hire of that group of guys? I really like Charles Kelly hire. It's not just because he's 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 an ace on the recruiting trail. Uh, he's a guy that a lot of people have wanted on their staffs. He's, he's worked with a lot of great coaches. He's an Auburn guy. It feels like for the last decade, every time there was an opening on Auburn's defense, everyone's like, hey, what about Charles Kelly? Well, they finally get Charles Kelly, and I, I think that's a really good move. DJ Durk and hire, I mean, you know, let's, you know, let, let's not, you know, avoid or overlook any, anything here. The DJ Durk and hire is a divisive one uh, among people in the fan base and nationally just because of what happened at Maryland uh, and the fallout from there and but the thing about it is is that you know this is going to be DJ Durkin's third SEC uh, defense coordinator job. Uh, he's a guy that um, this past season had a pretty good defense at Texas A&M. If you look at it now, obviously Texas A&M was loaded with talent. Um, you know, I think that's a, something you got to keep. It. I, I, very similar, I think, schematically uh, to, to what Ron Roberts was trying to build on this defense for Auburn. So I think there's going to be some continuity there. I asked you for yesterday, just, hey, why was Durkin, why did you pick Durkin to be the guy and he talked about culture and energy and all that and and you know obviously that's important for coaches but i think one of the things that stood out to me is he talked a lot about just the way durkin's defenses communicate um you know his multiplicity he feels like uh it's going to be better on that side of the ball so you know we'll see how it goes with the with the on field upgrade i know durkin's obviously with the, with his past with what happened at maryland and is kind of the uh, you know the baggage that comes with that it is a divisive uh, you know, higher for sure uh, off the field. I think on the field, um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. He had some, he had some tough defenses at Ole Miss. He had one kind of pretty good old, uh, defense Ole Miss, at Ole Miss, kind of up and down the last couple of years uh, at Texas A&M as well. So it would be interesting to see what he does at a place like Auburn that doesn't have quite the talent that Texas A&M, uh, but has got some pieces to return. So 
we'll see how it all, all plays out here. Um, I, I do think it's a guy that, you know, I think Freeze wanted experience. I think he wanted somebody who's done this job before at a high level, and he, he feels like he's got his man, and we'll see how it all plays out here in the fall. He's Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer joining us today on Sports Call. And as always, Ferg, we want to direct our listeners to enjoy the great work that you and, and company do at the Auburn Observer. And so what can they go find at the Observer right now? Yeah, you can check out uh, this morning a uh, full breakdown of the Auburn-Vanderbilt uh, game. A lot of stuff in there, our rotation charts, our stats, and stuff like that. A lot of kind of in-depth, nitty-gritty stuff about Auburn basketball. You can check that out. At the Observer uh, tomorrow, Mailbag uh, answered a lot of basketball questions. Got a few football questions in there as well. Uh, and uh, we'll have a podcast drop. I'll be heading to Oxford this weekend. Uh, looking forward to what is a really big game for Auburn on the road, not just because it's a, a road game, but also um, you know potential quad one game. You know, it should be a quad one game, and, and, and that should be like a big uh, opportunity. So be there for that. Uh, we'll have you know coverage from that over the weekend as well. And uh, I had some stuff from... Uh, from the Senior Bowl, talking to Hugh Freeze, story on DJ James as well. So we've had a lot of stuff on the site this week. Uh, check it out. So it's six hours a month, six hours a year to get everything. And we email it to you as soon as it comes out. And uh, we've been putting out a lot of stuff here recently. So it's a great time to sign up, auburnobserver.com. Justin, as always, we certainly appreciate the time with you and appreciate you making time for us with your busy schedule. And we look forward to talking again soon. Appreciate it, guys.